tonight's topic is the God's nature, but also what Darlene will be talking about, which I'm excited to hear, is the spiritual for the honeybees. They have a language all on their own, but yet if we pay attention, like God has a voice, so does the honeybees and how we communicate that. So, And Barbara's going to be talking about her God nature. She's a nature person. So this mm-hmm. is, should be a very exciting time. Of Hopefully you and I, we all can reflect on how we see nature as a prayer, as a community. Darlene, would you open with prayer tonight? I just love, because our community is all about prayer, so we'd love to have that beautiful sense of prayer today, as you would. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Padre, and thank you, Barbara and Renee, for the beautiful prayers, and Craig and Pat for holding this space, and all the listeners that are, are, are with us. In this moment, Holy Presence, I call you forth. I invite all who are here to enter that space of you, the inside of the inside. I call forth the beloveds, Yeshua, Divine Holy Mother, Mary Magdalene, Guadalupe, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Therese of Avila, Padre Ron, Padre Pio, St. Francis, St. Catherine Lebrer, John the Baptist, Elijah, Yogananda, Archangel Raphael, Michael, Gabrielle, and Uriel, and all the protectors in the light. Come, Holy Spirit, now. Come, Holy Spirit, now. Come, Holy Spirit, now. We are ready. Amen. Amen. Such a full prayer and invocation because we're all about the invitation <laughs> to come near. And I, isn't that what God created? He created all of us, but he also asked us, however you see God as male or female, but it's an invitation to come close near the heart of the Divine Mother, the Divine Father. And as we'll be learning this evening, also nature calls us into that space, into that frequency. And I'm just delighted that both Barbara and Darlene are with us tonight. So I think I'm going to just start with Darlene. I heard you're a mama beekeeper. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I do. New. So how did that, quote, invitation happen for you? Well, thank you, Padre. In in early of 2019, what I God spoke to my heart as as God does for all of us. I heard that you're going to be a honeybee keeper, honeybee mama in 2020. So I want you to start to study it. So I thought, okay, you know, I I wanted to help nature. I am not. Um, what I what I heard was the the divine distraction was not about. The gift was in the listening. When God said, "This is what I want you to do," it was in the gift of the 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 listening, not in the in in the actions that I would be taking. I had no idea the grace that would unfold. I had no idea that there would be a path. And our bees. I ordered the bees. I did study. I attended the local bee group. And I thought, okay, we're all set. 
Well then, 2020, as we know, the year of favor, the year of incredible transformation and pandemic. My bees were to be arriving in March at the, like within the same week that this was all, the shutdown was unfolding. And so I said, you know, am I really supposed to do this? Is this really? And it, and God, it was like, there's, God would not take no for an answer. And I knew that there was something bigger than me and that I would, I heeded the call. So as this unfolded and we got the bees and got them set up and I, I thought, okay, we're, we're going to be fine. And it was so much more than what I ever could have expected. Our ordinary backyard, our bee yard, turned into a sanctuary. And the animals, now we live in the Midwest, we are near a woods, but, you know, we're kind of a neighborhood. And we, our family created this sanctuary with wildflowers and pathways. But to go back in in this sanctuary where the bees were, I ended up having three hives, which I have now, but it it just transformed and the magic, the 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 presence, the frequency, Padre, as we spoke about, was the the bees don't speak, they speak frequency, and to learn that to participate in their presence. And this morning I asked them I, when I was talking, I. I I'm with them as much as I can every day, at least once. And I said, how long have you been here? And they said, longer than you, thousands of years <laughs> Wow! that they are here and looking at the history. And it, my my style is not to go back and, and really dig into every step. But what I do is I listen and I learn and Going back into the sanctuary, what unfolded was the deer walked along. They looked like camels, and so I knew we were in another dimension already. They walked along the fence and ate my sunflowers, but then we had woodchucks and turkeys and snakes and the monarchs. But the bald eagle that came and landed in our front yard was, she brought her lunch, and she began to fillet her meal. We could see her eyes, her talons, her beak, the, the, the incredible power, but her presence coming and sharing with us. She was safe in this, in this sanctuary, in this dimension. And, and having the, the presence of her, we were, were so grateful to have that. Now, did you create I did have, your sanctuary before you got the bees? No, not at all. Mm-mm. So we we put the bees on the stands. I I didn't know. I I I thought okay. And to say I went in and studied. I learned. I looked at at different scientific things to understand how to best organically take care of them. But how I learned what to put forth, how to prepare, what to grow was what I listened to. I, I listened. And the the gift in that, and this is for all of us, this isn't just for, at our house or for me, is in the listening and the follow-through and, and the high vibration when when you speak of that the whispers of spirit, the whispers of God, how God whispers to us. When I hear something that is for the 
the highest good for all of us, it comes through that vibration, through that frequency. And so it was, get these seeds, do this, have that, watch this. And every every step has been a transformation, a an awareness. And then the honey that, that these, I call them the honeys, that they produce, it is, it's a mystery. It doesn't grow mold. It doesn't, it's just a mystery. It's a whole food. And I know there's more that I will be, be learning about that to learn about their beings, their, their food. They go in these flowers. They pollinate, obviously. You know, they're pollinators. They're, sure. we need them more than anything. Right. And yeah. to watch them go in there and pull that pollen out of there they just zoom in get it put it on their legs and their little baskets and take it back i am in awe every day to watch this piece of of nature of god unfold in in miracles well there like was a recipient of this honey that you're talking about, and thank you very much, Darlene. It's like, you're welcome. Today I was enjoying it, and it's, it, to me, it's the first thing that came through for me, but it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, you can tell the freshness of it, and to me that's nature, the very best, the raw. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, and, you know, the thousands of bees that help create that. There's the mystery. Like our body's a mystery, so is nature. And I think it, we reflect each other. But you're talking about, and you mentioned this a couple of times already, Darlene, is maybe, I don't want to say, how do you describe frequency? You know, I, said, mm-hmm. I just feel that frequency. Does it, does it have a name? Does it have a, for you personally, because you know what, I could say it's my guy, my guardian angel, or do you even, or is it just neutral for you? such a good question that that it it turns my head when i first heard their sound when i first heard it and 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 to be honest when i agreed that i would do this i i was afraid i thought i need to have a epi pen i need to be all suited up and i do suit up but not every time sure. not nearly right. but i thought and i thought why am i doing this if i'm going to be afraid and so it's like i have to learn i i want to go into this deeper so that I can, so the frequency is, is like when we listen to, to Ryan's music, when you hear that music and, and it, it touches, it touches my soul in a way that opens me to remember and then I can interpret it through, now they, I, I hear English, but, but it's an ancient sound that creates and opens portals, it opens universes and universal language but what i find and what i'm experiencing is it opens hearts it opens hearts without the judgment it just opens them and and it sure opens mine every every single moment and they do grieve you know i i had spoke earlier about we had a feral we had a, a a swarm that showed up and and I couldn't take care of it, and it was aggressive and hungry. A feral means a wild swarm, a swarm that that shows up, and so this like thousands and thousands of bees that lost their home or were homeless. Oh, okay, okay. And so it was a homeless, a homeless swarm, but I had nowhere to 
how is it? And they were, and they, yeah, right. And they were attacking our hives. And, and so there were people around. So I had to act very quickly. That's what I talked about Joan of Arc. I could feel her and, and her, the energy of, of calling in the saints, of calling that forth so that the saints could come marching in to, to help me. And we did have casualties. It was devastating. But I, I learned resilience and I learned from the experience that everything about living and life and the divine is not just, just, we are one. We are in, in that vibration, but there, there is experiences that bring forth a balance and an overcome to, to have that. I also experienced it once when I was, we had talked about the, the bears that attacked some, some hives and I was asked to lend a helping hand that was very difficult because I could hear them grieving I could hear the 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 bees when I got there it was like the the holy mother just crying I could hear and so I just helped but I held them I just stayed there and held them while we organized what we could wow well Darlene you just you're you're very descriptive in your teaching tonight, and you know, for me, picture form, and that's one of my best communications. But as I'm reflecting on your stating about your bees, it really does, or listening to them, it also correlates with I call it our relationship with the divine. So it takes a listening ear. It takes a heart that feels. And we also grieve, you know, our losses. Mm-hmm. This is all part of, I call it, that supernatural gift we have, you know, because we're one with God. You know, there's that heartbeat. But I really love your stories. I think I'm going to invite Barbara Christina in our conversation. And Barbara Christina, you're, I know you're a God person, but you're also a nature person. How do you reflect on your walk with the divine, especially with nature? I find God in everything. I can see God in a rose petal. I can see God when the trees blow. I can see God in my dogs. And I have to go back to one thing Darlene just said about bees. I remember, oh God, as a child, there was a tree fire and all the ants that had homes in that tree were taking out the ants that couldn't get out. They actually were carrying them on their back as if you would carry a wounded warrior. Oh my. And I never forgot that experience. But I find, every day I find the divine in nature. I listen to the numerous sounds around me. It could be the birds tweeting. It could be the wind blowing. And I remember when I was out, I think it was in New Mexico years ago, and we had a leader that was, we were sitting at a, a reservation, Sancte Lipo Reservation, and we weren't allowed to participate in the corn dance. The Native Americans were dancing on Mother Earth to make Mother Earth fertile so they could plant the corn the next day. Mm. And I watched them in a beautiful meditative state, and I realized how our practices of singing and drumming can deepen our meditative state and just bring us in sync with nature. We weren't allowed to participate. We just were silent witnesses. And then our guide was telling us he had a group of tourists in Washington, D.C. during cherry blossom season, and they were walking around looking at these magnificent blooms when the wind blew and all the blossoms began to fall. And he said, out came thousands of cameras, click, 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 click. He said to them, stop. 
Just listen to the cherry blossoms falling. Mm. Just mm. listen to them reaching Mother Earth. Use your use your your wisdom and your and, and your your senses and listen. Today I had the dogs for a walk on a path near my house, and the wind blew. And I said to Frank, "Look at all these beautiful leaves raining down mm. on us, just touching Mother Earth." And you could just hear them touching Mother Earth. So I use my five senses to get in touch with Mother Nature, and listening is one of them. When I lived, mm-hmm. thank you. When I lived in Maine, we were close to the seashore and also close to Amtrak. And at 2 a.m. every day, that train would come through with its horn. And sometimes I woke up and I got annoyed. Other times I would just say, "Okay, pray for the passengers <laughs> on that train. Just, just use that time to send a prayer for all those travelers." And don't be disturbed by the horn coming from the train. Pray for the passengers on the train. So mm-hmm. listening to me and hearing is one way of actively communicating with God, seeing what Mother Nature has to offer. Being sensitive or using our senses to really feel, we can call it frequency, but using all our God-given abilities Today, you know, it was a little rain that we had, but a little wind with it. So, you know, I was just enamored by how the leaves were falling and where they were falling. And it's like Mother Earth is covering up. Such a an awesome experience, but I could feel that today. So, mm. And it's just my, my spirit was alive again, just knowing it's another change. And, you know, I believe Mother Earth gives us little cues of, it's time to change, <laughs> whether that's in the mm-hmm. physical or in the spiritual. But God uses everything in order to get our attention. So, and you, I know you're a, you have a dog or two. How do they point the way for you, even in their demeanor when you walk? My dogs. Yeah. Is that what you said, Padre? I missed the word. Correct. Yeah, for your dogs. When you take the walk in nature with your dogs. They are very protective, very alert, and very aware of what's around them. I look at my newest one, my Tia, and she sits. I'm not sure what she sees sometimes, but she does communicate with something. She's very sensitive. And today she sent someone on the path, and it was a new dog owner with a new puppy, and the mother came out in her, and she went over to that dog, and she began to mother it. She did not want to play. Tia had three litters before I got her, brought her into my house. All she wanted to was mother the other dog. I see mm. a very spiritual side in her because she just wants to take care and to nourish. And my male wants to protect. I watch him walking. I watch Jack walking. He's like, okay, I'm the leader of this pack. I finally have become the leader. He's my male dog. He was never the leader. I'm the leader sure. of the pack. And Tia is the nurturer. She nurtures Jack. She nurtures me. She nurtures Frank. She is, that's her gift as a female. She's just a wonderful, wonderful creature. (laughs) And I love watching her. I just, that's, you know, I find God through my senses and through the sense of sight. I love watching Tia. I love watching the the wind blow. The other night we had some lightning and it was just, it was beautiful. In October, having lightning, it was just absolutely amazing. And today there was water right in the stem of my pumpkin. I said, whoa, let me, let me touch it. Let me feel it. And I emptied it mm. out so the pumpkin could live longer and not rock. And these are all ways I see 
God. There's no way that God is not in nature because God created this nature. This is God's gift mm-hmm. to us. I look at that yeah. all the time. Wow. Um, well, you know, Barbara, I think we're all caregivers in a sense, whether we're good at it or not, but we're sometimes called to it, and our mother nature is. It protects its own, just like Darlene's bees protecting the hide. Now, Darlene, with, I know you said there was kind of a war with the other ones. You can't tell the difference between one or the other, or can you? Yeah. No. You know, so I'm sure there, if anyone that's on this call that that is, is more of an expert than I am, by, I, no, I can't. But there's so many different, you know, there's the, Nurse bees, there's the undertaker bees, there's the scout bees, they, there are the, the worker bees, there's all these different roles that they, they take. There's, there's the drones that, that have, and then the queen bee. So I can't, how I learned is in watching them when there would be what they call robber bees. That's hard for me because I, because of my sensitivity, I, I needed to, know that, you know, I'm going to buck up, girl, because this is going to happen. And so when they try to enter the hives, the other ones, but there's also hornets and wasps and, and some of the oh, bumbles, yeah. if, you know, that that will show up. I don't know all the differences, but I know that nature is not always, you know, kind. You know, there's a survival <laughs> that, that they had. Right. And having, you know, I remember Ron, this was a, from Ron, and I, I think this is a good place to put this in. It's, it's from Genesis 1, 28 through 30, and it said, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill yeah. the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on this earth. And I remember Ron talking about that. This has got to, I can't remember how long ago, but it, and he said, okay, God has given you this power. He's given you the, the earth and all of this, not to control it, but to take care of it. And I remembered that when I was called to do the honeys and, and what I, while Barbara was speaking, I was listening, but I also was Ask them if if their frequency has an internal message that I could share at this moment that mm. would be a, a gift helpful. to all of us. So to helpful. So I will listen for a moment and share that, Padre. If that's something you feel would be be important for us right now, I think that would be great. Why don't you do that? I'm okay. going to call Renee on and. She has this beautiful reading from St. Therese, which is so apropos for tonight's topic. So, Renee, can you read that for us as you listen? Yeah. All right. This is from St. Therese of the Little Flowers, St. Therese of Lisboa. And the quote starts with, Nature always reflected the image of my soul. St. Therese, you knew and you believed the God of the universe is the God of all seasons in our lives. Your faith that Jesus would always be with you expanded your vision that the seasons reflect God's relationship with us. Give me your innocent leaf of faith, little flower, that I may blossom like you. Help me to enjoy the summers of warm comfort, flowers, and sunshine. Help me bloom in the springtime of hope and rebirth. 
Help me embrace the fall of transformation and help me not to fear the winter of coldness. Give me your childlike wonder, which knows that God is in everything. Empower me, gentle servant of Jesus, to trust the season of God's love for me. Give me your childlike wonder and trust today. Amen. 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 You know, there is that turning of the seasons and, you know, that reflection really, I think everyone can be touched by or recognize that, you know, when we pause, especially in the silence, as Darlene is doing, to listening to that frequency, that really, I mean, St. Therese really nailed it for our presentation Mm -hmm. tonight because it's really bringing about the spiritual aspect that we should always be ready in a season, either of dying, of pausing, of when cold comes near us, whether that's in a language or it's in a physical form, that we do have Mother Earth, we have our Lord, our Savior, our Creator to actually warm our heart whenever needed. So, so Darlene, did you get, did you hear anything? I did. I did. And thank you, Renee, for that beautiful reflection. What I heard while you were reading that is what honey tastes like. Those, that's honey. So what you, what you did, I could feel the fragrance. I could smell the fragrance as Barbara talked about. I could feel the, the honey to touch, touch my, my lips. It's, it's, that's what honey is. And yes, I did, did listen and they are delighted to, to share. Oh, I'm getting confirmation as we are, are doing this and and again this is my interpretation and how I will will share is how how I talk to them and how what they have but it's oh my goodness it's such a good connection mm-hmm. so I said to them I said what wisdom can you share with all these incredible souls that are here and open and wanting to participate on this planet in this in this heart, in this divinity, how, what, what can you, I didn't say what can you give us, I said what wisdom is, is there and, and what I'm hearing is that there, this is a season and we are to heed this season. The, the hundred years is but a, a minuscule moment within this presence. This is not a warning, but an awakening. That which we are, we are not in this alone. Do not take anything for granted. There is no separation from God. There is no separation from the heart, the frequency that they share, that we share with all of you, that we share and put out is spoken within the hearts of wild, of all, the flowers, everything has this and understands this language. The only species that still resists or struggles is the human. Allow your hearts to open. Allow the safety and the protection that you know within the warmth of that. Listen, heed. Do not take for granted every single breath. Take care of us. Take care of this incredible earth, this home. This is you. This is 
all of us. We are here for you. Listen, attune, open, and be. Prayer is not a, prayer is an action step. Whatever language, whatever frequency you hold, we are here. Listen, act, and love. I love that. Beautiful. You know, it reminds wow. me of a African. Uh, love me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it says, whenever you pray, then move your feet, which means, like Darlene, she heard you're going to be a beekeeper, but then she prepared the way. So whatever that voice, that frequency that speaks to you, you know, for me it would be the Holy Spirit and those whispers that come. But Mm -hmm. then also there's an action with it, whether it's staying in the silence and allow it to manifest or you prepare the way, whatever that was. For me, in that that dimension, it grows our faith. And in faith, Mm. everything is possible. Really, I, I was reading this morning in Matthew, Matthew 6, and I think most of you might have heard this reading before, but it says, Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or, or about your body, whatever you will wear. It is not life more than, is not life more than food in the body, more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And that is so true, especially when we're worried about substance, in a sense. And like Mother Nature, Mother Nature knows how to take place. The birds know how to go south for the winter and then come back. The bees know how to hibernate, so to speak, and come back in the spring. And, you know, I'm a flower person, so I can tell fall is upon us and they're giving less and less blooms but they're already regenerating in a sense going back to mother earth to bloom once again so that challenge i want to give everyone as we're all listening to this program i'll start with barbara a question is for me is when i feel that pulling back you know and i believe that's part of the the spirit realm because we can give we can bloom but then there's a time to regenerate. And so how do you, Barbara, sense that in your own, and what do you do to help regenerate? Call it your body, your spirit, because it's all about in relationship to God. Well, my regeneration is just going into silence. It's not, I mean, I love certain prayers. I love my rosary beads. But to me, when I sit in silence and I become meditative, it begins my day with, I guess it begins my day with love. I feel connected. I feel I've spoken to spirit, and I'm very much attached to St. Teresa of I talk to her a lot, and mm-hmm. she guides me. She says, I'll be on this call with you tonight. Don't worry about what you have to say or do, because I'm here with you. That That is my way of connecting. And then, Hydra, you were talking about the fall. I look at some of the cone flowers outside this house that we're living in that we just purchased and are very lucky to have. They need to be trimmed. They need to fall to Mother Earth because what they leave on Mother Earth will be a fertilizer for next year's yeah. blooms. So you don't ever yeah. rake away what you cut, leave a good portion of it there to become fertilizer for next year. And this is what we have to do also with our bodies. We have to be, we have to fertilize them. And that's the point of 
I wish we had churches again of going to Mass and Communion because that taking in that Holy Communion, that bread, and I know we do it online, which I love, but even going in a church, that taking in of that bread is nourishment for the soul. We become one with God. We become one with our fellow parishioners. And I'm hoping for the day when all COVID-19 ceases to be and goes back to Mother Earth and transform, that we go back to church. We go back to communion service with our neighbors rather than just being alone in our houses. And this may have hurt some of us during this season, but we won't talk about COVID-19. We're going to talk about getting well, healthy again. I believe if we nourish Mother Earth and we nourish our bodies, our souls, our minds, our spirits, all these diseases we worry about will begin to transform into powerful healing techniques. I always say they're not going to go away, but they're going to transform because nothing dies. Nothing at all dies. It transforms. Mm -hmm. And, Darlene, as you were talking and looking at some of the notes I was making for tonight, there was an experiment years ago, I don't know, in the 1990s, Dr. Emoto, did some work with yes. crystalline structure. Oh, you heard of this and water, and he took water and I don't. I believe he was going to freeze it, but on some containers he typed positive words, on some containers he put negative words, and there was definitely a difference in the crystalline structures of the containers that had positive words on them versus those that had negative words on them. So we have to stay. As much as we don't want to sometimes, I believe we owe it to ourselves to be positive as much as we can and nourish the body, nourish the soul, take in food, but stay positive. Dr. Emoto, his work is marvelous, and it really gives a focus or a picture of what our words can actually do in a positive way or a negative way. In the same way with these beautiful honeybees, Darlene talked about the frequency and so you want to maintain that frequency. When there's a disturbance, then the hive gets upset mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. balance. And so like Mother Earth right now with the fires, the hurricanes, the storms, you know, it's it's telling us something, rebelling in a sense. Cause, but it, mm-hmm. it's all matter, and it will go back, and it will change, and it will transform to something new, even though we can say it's bad. But yet it's it's the, I call it, Going back to that regeneration in a sense of mm-hmm. rise, we grow, we grow die, and Absolutely. come back again. You know, and it's like I, I look forward to the winter because I can tell in my body it slows down, but it's for a, definitely a purpose, the spring up in the spring. So, so Darlene, what is an, another aspect of the bees that maybe that surprised you, being a new mom, so to speak, that oh. you're really starting to understand nature and God all in one sense. Oh, I'm, and I'm madly in love with them. You know, this, they, and when Barbara, when you were speaking of your dogs, I am a dog person. That is what I always said when I die, I want to go to dog heaven because that's <laughs> their, their beloved. And, and Asia, our Llewellyn setter, that's her bee yard. She goes out every morning and checks them out, but she's so oh. smart. She knows that you know she um she understands their frequency and so there it's it's a it's an inner language that that we have and we're now we've been preparing them for it, it, i want to go back into one of the magic moments they they know they know us they know they will come in front of my face and and it, when I don't have my hat on, when I'm just there, and they go so slow, it's like they're looking right, looking me right in the eye. It's like, hello, girls. It's, 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 oh, oh 
it's it's just holy moments. Intimacy. That, that yeah. Intimacy, right. What they now were preparing, as you said, you know, the regeneration or getting ready for the next season. They are, we had to prepare the, the hives that, that get them in helping them. They know way more than than I do. I thought I had to <laughs> save them, and, and that's not the case. But in preparing them and getting their winter coats ready that will be wrapped around them while they winterize and feeding them right now because, the you know, we're in the Midwest, it, the temperatures are different, and, and they're eating the, the sugar water that they're being fed right now is a two-to-one, and, and between the three hives, there is about 10 pounds of sugar that is give that they are consuming right now a day. So oh it's like I'm I'm fixing their formula and feeding that and and watching them and they also have they they bring their hives down where the drones are only needed in the spring and the summer for the queen so that the eggs can be laid and then in the fall the drones are kicked out and they they're 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 dead. The first time I saw some of them outside the hive, I had no idea what I thought something got in there, and then I yeah. learned that that's part of their net their nature, that they do that. So, uh, what I what I'm learning, what I'm what I'm going to experience this fall now and winter is in getting ready for the spring. There's so many they'll be here. We're not sending them to California or Florida. That those are options, but. They're staying home, and we will watch them. In February, we can open that to make sure they've got food because we put extra food in. I left a lot of the, the honey in there for them so they do have food. And, and in that time, I will, will they don't hibernate. They are in there. They set their own thermodynamic, their, their own temperature. They do not leave the hive. They can, but they don't. And wow. they, if a, if a, a bee gets wet, they die because their wings, their wings look like stained glass. And they, uh, if they get wet, they, they can't dry. So they stay put. But during that time, I've already set the intention to go within the depths of my own being to learn deeper, to study, to communicate. And they still will have their frequency. I'll still be able to hear it, but to understand or to learn the next layer as we approach 2021. And and I've already gotten a, a little bit of of insight. I, I I mentioned that earlier to you, Padre and Barbara, that sometimes we get our our messages. And I was shown about three weeks ago another assignment. I don't know what all it's going to be, but I, I felt the Divine Mother, I felt the Ancient Mother walk by me. I was in the bee yard, and I could feel, I could only see the, the, the skirt and the shoes, but I felt her walk by me and hand me something. And so, and I heard the word relinquish, and I thought, okay, what what am I receiving? And And I heard, take care of this. What I felt was I didn't feel overwhelmed or or not qualified, I felt a, a kind of relief that I was being given something more that is enormous. Now, taking care of the bees and doing this has been 
enormous for me because it was so out of my my zone. But today I sat, because I really didn't know what this is going to be about, today I sat and listened, and I heard it as a manifesto. I don't know all what's in there because it hasn't been shown, but I know there's something more that will be unfolding, and I will be so grateful to be able to live it and experience and then share it. Dana had talked at our last intensive that we we did. He said all the gifts that we received and any of our listeners that have not participated, please, it is so it is so important and so so miraculous. But Dana had said that the gifts that we were receiving do not hoard this transformation. And I realized you know what, I kind of do that. I kind of hold the <laughs> blessings and the preciousness. I put it on my whole altar, and I keep it to myself. And so when I was given this for later or for whatever, but I hoard it. And so, so what I heard in this message from the ancient mother, from the, from the depths, it, it was almost like Guadalupe, that what I heard was, was do not hoard this transformation because you are being prepared and we are going to to walk in in this next part of 2021. I love that. You know, we fill, but then we pour it out. We give it away because that's nature. Mm-hmm. And I love the the analogy there because to me it's, it has a, a in relationship to God also. We pray, we listen. And then we let God talk, and then he lets us talk. You know, it is mm-hmm. that give and take in our relationship, because it's all about relationship. You talk about frequency, we talk about harmony with God. Mm-hmm. You know, be still my soul. That humming, you know, like chanting, the ancient monks, the nuns that chanted, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they still do that today, but it's mm-hmm. it was brought up, but there was that unique sound that comes. And for me, it's, it's preparing the way. You talked about your bees, but you're, I don't know if you can answer this question or not, but since you've had your own colony of bees, have you seen your own, call it watermelons or apples or whatever, that improvement in maybe the, the abundance or the taste? Oh my gosh, yes. And reflected in? Absolutely. The whole bee, the whole area turned into this amazing sanctuary of of light that that it, it there we have a pumpkin that grew the vines grew into our lilac bush so i have this pumpkin hanging inside the the lilac bush growing i love it and and then the i don't like to pull weeds so i didn't and so there were a <laughs> lot of there were a lot of weeds around the tomatoes were so abundant and and then mm. the the pumpkins the watermelon the 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 sunflowers the wow. the the wildflowers that I couldn't couldn't identify and and then the the milkweed I didn't plant that or I never saw it here before and then the monarchs that came and then the swallowtail there's just you know I, I get so excited because it was such it was like being inside the inside of the earth where the light is the brightest and to to mm. feel to to feel that that essence. The other thing that's like CLM, you know. When we're in this pandemic, Barbara, yeah. when we're talking about getting back into our church, we've always been a church without walls. Well, isn't yes. that what 
I see in my sanctuary, the, the, the pathway and how important the spiritual practice that each of us have and practice, it's so very important because the frequency is the chanting. When you were talking about the chanting, I just heard them say, that's what they're doing. They're chanting. And so, oh, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. wow, I love that. Well, there's that, that is that frequency. And I think we're going to be moving into that now. And, you know, in relationship to celebrating life, because we're, I always say we're all about prayer. But we're all about community, about oneness, about really getting to the center of what we, each of us have. And that's really the heartbeat of heaven. And it's, mm. it's our role as servants to actually give it away or nurture one another, be caregivers. We don't have to be a bumblebee, but we can be a, a good right. person who, whatever we have, we can serve other people. And as many of you know, you know, there's so many healings that take place because our whole essence comes from the divine presence. And this mm-hmm. is what I think we're going to end with. And I think I'll start with Barbara, you know, what our, your intention is, and also a prayer for those who are on the call, and then I'll have Darlene follow up, and then I'll follow through with an ending prayer. I pray that God blesses us, restores us, and I thank Mother Earth. I just want to thank Mother Earth for giving us everything we have, for teaching us, for reminding us of our true nature, for helping us to cut through the darkness into the light, I I make a promise to nourish and to take care of Mother Earth in ways that I can. I want to say Mother Earth, and this is from, I think, Four Winds, we've gathered to the healing of all your children, the stone people, the plant people, the four-legged, the two-legged, the creepy crawlers, the thinned, the furred, the winged ones, and all of our relations. Father, Son, Grandmother Moon, to the star nations, great spirit, You are known by a thousand names, and you are the unnameable one. Thank you for bringing us together like tonight. Thank you for allowing us to sing the song of life. Thank you, darling, for teaching us about these marvelous bees and and just how they enrich you and how they enrich you. I learned from what you said tonight. It also enriches me. My dogs are my therapy, and they are therapy for others. I thank mm-hmm. everyone on this call tonight. I thank Mother Earth. I thank Father Son. I thank the Holy Spirit for being with us. I thank Ron. I thank Paul. I thank everybody. I am grateful for mm. CLM. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, Barbara. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. all-inclusive, that's for sure. And that's what we like, not leaving anyone out. So, Darlene, what would be your intention and then also the prayer that will come forth from that? My intention is that we remain open. We have opened into a depth this evening, into this night. We have opened. My intention is that we not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Be fearless. There is this frequency that we are, this this wholeness, oneness, this love that is within us, that we are, that we allow ourselves permission to live this life with our internal eyes open. And in that, I offer the prayer, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for everything, God. Thank you for everything. This moment that we have shared, I am so very grateful. 
my heart offers the depth of everything that I have experienced. And in this, my prayer is that all can experience this level of love and life. Practice, spiritual practice, love, be, prayer. All is one. We are one. So be it. Amen. Amen. How beautiful is that? Both these prayers have just been stirring in my spirit, and I Mm -hmm. just love to hear people pray, and you as listeners to receive that. So if you'd like to place your hand on your heart as another point of contact as I begin to pray, and just allow the Creator, the Holy Spirit, to the angels, the saints now, because it's all about the invitation. So where you are, whether it's in your home, you're in your car, you're at work, or maybe you're taking a walk outside, you know, the Holy Spirit is present. And we're just going to invoke the the name of Yeshua, Jesus, to be with, to be near. Just as the honeybees, they all have this rhythm, this frequency. So now each of us are experiencing that tone of grace that has penetrated each of our lives right now in this moment. So Holy Spirit, just come. Let your healing presence infiltrate all the dark areas of our lives, the atmosphere, our organs, our relationships, even in our lack. There's a power and a presence allows His grace now to begin to do her work. Come, Holy Spirit. We just pray for all those affected by Hurricane Delta, the damage to people, the properties, the animals, the fires in California, for the safety of the people, the animals. We've been praying for Barbara Letourneau. She's in going to Hurricane Delta's to assist um, as a medical person. So we pray for her safety and all those she'll care for. We have COVID-19 going on, and Cindy Floss's family, one of the members was affected by that, and Janice, Kathy Bonvillet's sister, has also been affected by that again. And you might know people in your immediate family or your neighbors or your friends. Let's just allow the Holy Spirit now to take these healing words to each one of them. So I just command in the name of Jesus this virus, I break its hold over the body, over the nervous system, over the lungs, and through the power and the presence of Yeshua. May that resurrection power that raised him from the dead now raise each one to new health, to new healing, and just affect the body but also the spirit. And I just place a hedge of protection around. So no infection will will protect each of us and will not penetrate our psychic, our body, our spiritual bodies. Just as the bees protect themselves, we as a, a, a nation, as a person, as a community, we just speak forth life into these bodies. Life, death, you have no hold over us. And in the name of Yeshua, divine light, divine power, come Holy Spirit. Let your healing presence, just even the change the quality of, in the, with the fires, just fresh air, fresh air on the West Coast. I thank you, O Lord our God, for your healing presence. And as the leaves are falling because of the nature change, so whatever isn't serving us no more, let it fall. Maybe it's the resentment. Maybe it's the fear. Maybe it's the lack that we have. There's this divine presence now that says, let go. 
just as Darlene heard the voice, the frequency that says you're going to be a beekeeper, what is the Holy Spirit asking you? What is that invitation to let go of so that we can actually be filled with the more of God, the essence of Yeshua, the essence of our Divine Mother? I thank you, O Lord our God, for I just sense a shower, like a rain, a shower that comes and just cleanses Mother Earth, cleanses us of all infirmities. I thank you, God, for the holy breath, the Ruha of God, that mm. this breath will regenerate our spirit, our bodies, and that we can resurrect like Christ and say, I'm born again in the spirit because it's his life, his death, his resurrection that opened up heaven and we get to have heaven here on earth. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for those who are looking for finances. The abundance of heaven is here. The angels and saints are here to open up a new bank account or a check in the mail or a new job. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the safety at which each of us hold God near and also those we're praying for. And we pray as a community every day, and we get the notes every night of those who are looking for prayer. Please use our website every day if you need that in order to plant the seed so we know that we can pray with you for that same divine energy of love. Uh, just allow the transformation of, of the healing balm of the Holy Spirit to be with you. And we just bless your business. Some of you are struggling. We just bless your business. Just like the honeybees go out, they serve, we do serve, you serve, but then the abundance comes back. And I thank you, O Lord, our God, for each heart, the heartbeat of a loving servant, of being there, a caregiver for those that are in need. Let's serve them, and everything else will be added. In the Jewish tradition, sukkah, the, the, it's about the planting the seeds for the new harvest. So even tonight, as we have our hand on our hearts, what's that new word? What's that new abundance that's coming your way? What's that new relationship? Have a feel for it. Just allow that silence to give it a form. Maybe you're looking for the healing of your body, the healing of the soul, of returning back to God, just as you did as a little child. Come back. Come back, my friend. Let me love you beyond measure. Holy, holy, holy. Just leave you with a blessing, but I feel that our Blessed Mother is really active in your lives and she wants to show you a new way a fresh way of looking at the world or your circumstances and i just declare healing in all areas of your life and i bless you in my tradition in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen amen so be it it is so